Did you hear that? Was it the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley? Oh my god, it was. This podcast is for inhalation use only. And that means it's not for kids. Guess what? What? It's time. What time is it? It's time for the... The Horror, Horror Comedy, Comedy Podcast, Podcast with, with Jake, Jake and, and Haley. Haley. Oh my gosh, we've First never try. done it in unison before. While, while gazing at each other. Wow, this is kind of sexy now. Yeah, cool. I don't know if you guys can tell, but it's the Horror Comedy Podcast with Jake and Haley where we get high and we, uh, well, I try to scare Jake and you guys also. Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully, usually. I do oh, the God. research. I write the John. I tell Jake about it. And I never get scared. I'm not Jake scared never either. gets scared. Not even once. Um, Jake is kind of like the comedic relief. The You know, if he has questions, he's going to ask them. Um, he's the guy with the with the stuff. He's, he's got the he's got the stuff, kid. He's gonna you know say the things that you guys are maybe screaming like, or maybe the qu- ask the questions you are asking yourselves. For. Like, what is my purpose in life? Okay, Jake, go. That's deep. And what is the meaning of life? Okay, go. The meaning of life is. Oh, time's up. All right, well, uh, yeah, we got to move to the next I segment. Knew it. I, um, I know what it. What did we smoke today? Uh, we smoked, um, that's the meaning of life. Boom. To smoke. Do it. Great. What did we, uh, what we one? took a little dabber, little dabber dibby doo doo. Sorry. I like it when I look at that and I see the things move. Hello. Sorry. I'm done. <laughs> we smoked, uh, it was called, it's from a company called Binsk and it was diamonds in sauce. And it was saucy. And it was straight from Flavor Town. Yeah, it was amazing. TM. It was very good. Very good. <laughs> Guy you, Fieri will show Guy up. Guy Fieri will show up in his yellow fucking. If Ferrari. you say Flavor Town in out loud three times, uh, like times. he will. Guy Fieri shows up. Fucking, you'll see his reflection <laughs> in a frying pan, ah. and he'll jump out and fucking get you. Yeah, that that's the end funny. of the episode. Are you scared? Well, I'm terrified, so you won. (laughs) All right, and that's it. No, just kidding. So how this goes is, you know, we talk, we bullshit a little bit, just a little bit. and um, It's it's the whole time. Kind of the whole time. And I, you know, tell the story. We, we, it's a conversational podcast. Okay. And then at the end, I, and yes. And then, you know, we have the, are you scared? Check in. Then. And then I tell scary stories that I find on the fucking paranormal board of 4chan. Or you could email me your scary story at the horror comedy podcast with a POT, not a POD at gmail.com or DM us at THC podcast on Instagram. Also, if you have any good scam emails, oh, go God. ahead and forward those over to us. Please. We'll read those. We just love reading them. Shout out we just love it. We actually need more of them. Jake, have you ever had surgery? Yes. You have? Uh-huh. On my knee. On your knee? I broke it dirt biking. You broke it? Broke it. Fuck. I had to put a plate, nine screws in there. Okay. So you went to the hospital. Yep. Did they like do surgery like that same day? No. You get away a little bit? No, they did. They, they did? did. They did do it the same day. Yeah. yeah. So do you remember? No. You oh, don't remember? Fuck no. Nope. They were like, count backwards from ten. And I was like, okay, ten. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nice try, lady. I nap every day. Okay. Count back from ten. ten. <laughs> I woke up That's and I'm just so like, funny. are we done? Are we done? Why is my leg? I don't feel anything. I feel great. <laughs> okay, so like you awesome. 
you those drugs. didn't even finish counting back from 10. Literally, I may have, I, I think I may, I, in all honesty, I think I got to eight. Okay. Legit. Like, for okay. real, no joke. I was like, all right, 10, 9, 8. And then I woke up in a wheelchair. Do you know how long it had been? Like, did you have any idea? Oh, no. I thought it was instant. Mm. I thought it was instantaneous. Just like that. Yeah. Same with my wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth, I was actually just like, okay. Because I, I closed my eyes, opened my eyes, and my mouth is just fucking on fire. It Ooh. sucked. Oh, yeah. Horrible. And then my grandparents were like, oh, hey, also, we're going camping. So hop in the camper and let's go. I and I'm just like, oh, and they're all cooking bacon on the fucking fire. And I'm like, give me that bacon. Like, I'll just watch. It's fine. Chewing it with my front teeth. Like a squirrel. Literally. I think that is the most amazing thing. How you just wake up and hours are gone and you don't remember. Oh, you mean like sleeping? No, no, no. Anesthesia. Oh, okay, okay. It's amazing how you don't remember any, like not even an inch of it, not even a second. Um, pretty fucking incredible and probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, or is it though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's also like what we've come to expect. When you go to the doctor, you're already vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not feeling good. Vulnerable. You're sick. Something. Yeah. So when you go for surgery, you're at the That's most, true. most vulnerable the mostest. I mean, if something happened to you while you were under, oh yeah, anything could happen. I mean, yeah. they could put a sponge in you. You, I've heard, I've yeah. seen that, like rags. Yeah, shit like <clears throat> that. Or there could well, be like a fucking fire. You could be fucking evacuated and med flighted. So disgusted. You would have, have no rags in my body. Yeah, and you would have no well, idea because might throw up a little bit. That's disgusting. 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 Yes. Move past so it. we expect surgeons to do no harm. We expect surgery to heal us. They signed that paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the Hippocratic like, Oath. Yeah. Yep. Signed. We ex- you couldn't read it because they have shitty handwriting. But. Yeah. But it was them. You know it was them. It was one of them. So they're Someone there. signed it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> definitely. The surgeons are there to heal us, to keep us safe during the surgery, to guide. The greatest joint I've ever rolled. You did roll a really great joint. Let that be it on the record. I'm proud of you. Did you take a picture of it? No. Oh, damn. And live on in our memories. In our hearts. <clears throat> that no one will believe. Everyone's going to be like, Jake rolled a nice joint. Yeah, bullshit. You fucking slobber on it. No, it was amazing. It was the second coming of Jointus Christ. Oh, man. It's going to defeat. Still looks good. Yeah. Yeah, during our most vulnerable times, while we're under general anesthesia, we can't see we can't hear, we can't move, we're under paralytic drugs. You can't do anything, right? So that's the most vulnerable time probably that you'll ever experience in your whole life. Um, you just literally yeah. can't when, even breathe by yourself. Uh, when you black out when you're drunk, <clears throat> that's terrifying too. That always scares me a little yeah. bit. Just like, True. Oh, what? 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 I did what? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, video? <laughs> I threw up in grandma's porch. And you scooped it away from my mouth. You made a huge scene. You paraded me around. Drunk. <clears throat> Your mother? And my brother. That's fucked up. That's bad. Grandma's, were you, were you funeral just, drinking? Yeah. Okay, so they shouldn't have done that. Grandma's just like looking at me making a pie at like 2 a.m. in the fucking morning. Oh. She's just like. My God. That's the funniest, most surrealist, scariest shit. And I woke up in a tent. 
<laughs> so even even they took me into the house just to take me back outside and throw me in a fucking tent. Wow. Yeah. Tony. Why not just cut out the middleman? Just throw me in the tent. I gotta let Tony out. You hear the way he's screaming? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Tony. <laughs> you just ruined that whole monologue, you son of a bitch. Trying to become famous here, asshole. Screw you. I fuck on you. I'm not soup for you. I'm good. And we're stoned. Very high. Jacob stoned. Now that I've attended to my crying baby. Um, just kidding, it's a cat. It's just a cat. Don't, don't call the people. <laughs> so doctors are expected to deliver successful, painless procedures. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Except that one guy. Who? Was on like drugs and he was like running back and forth. Doctor Death. Yeah. Yeah. Is this about him? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that would be cool though. Should have done a little, a little, a little crossover <laughs> episode. <laughs> How much? Fun. How much of fun? So fun. What was that on? Doctor Death. It was its own podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's by Wondery. They do amazing, like serialized Johns. They did the Tiger King before it was like a thing. Damn. Yeah. Fucking. We go to the doctor. Something's wrong. You're very upset. You have to get surgery. Ugh, bleh. Ugh, yep, terrible. So worst. you do the thing. It's uh-huh. great. It's excellent because your doctor is capable. Okay. And smart. All right. All right yeah. And they have modern medicine. Modern medicine but jake that wasn't always the case i don't live in that time thank thank god God. thank god because that wasn't the case at all until the mid 19th century so for oh you need you need a surgery your your thumb's broken and you need surgery i can cut it off (laughs) or something i mean you can chew on this piece of leather I it's the mouth leather. Uh, Everyone chews on it. <laughs> yeah, Camille. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> I have this bullet that your dad chewed on when he died getting his thumb cut off, and you can use it. <laughs> oh, makes me gag a little bit, sorry. <laughs> Just the, the, the thought of like teeth uh, on fucking lead bullets. I've seen that in Gettysburg. Oh. It's so gross. Oh. Yeah, they... It's, Okay, so move move past. Moving on. It's the second time tonight, Bay. You're killing me. I'm killing you. We um, kind of vaguely talked about like medical, like primitive medical treatments a long time ago, and I was like, I'm gonna do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So we're mm -hmm, gonna kind of mm -hmm, a little bit touch mm -hmm. on that tonight. Tablecloth is a nice touch. Thank you. This was in a medical book. Yes. It was creepy as fuck. It was creepy. Um, I said I want to. Okay, yeah. So uh, August 1810. Renowned novelist Francis Burney. Yo, shout out. Francis is in our podcast. That's right. Crazy. Francis Burney was a crazy trailblazer. She inspired like Jane Austen and like all these other fucking people, but I didn't know their names. So I only mentioned Jane Austen. And she wrote like, you know, Francis herself wrote four novels, eight plays, Ooh, a biography, and like 20 God. volumes of journals and letters and shit. Okay. So mm-hmm. she was... Well, I mean, what else is there to do back then? Right. You know? Right. Oh, let me go for a stroll. Let me go to the movie. Oh, no. What are movies? Yeah. You're like, no, I'm just going to fucking make this paragraph as long it's, as I can. It's like Tina from Bob's Burgers mm-hmm. in back in the day. And they're all like, 
Mm-hmm. She's all just writing weird fucking fantasy stuff. Yeah, it is fancy. The way she writes is very fancy. The deal is the that deal. this lady, Frances Bernie, she's a fucking big deal. She, she's a big deal. She's a big deal. She's got she's like... Famous. She is actually for like what was famous in the 1800s. Yeah. She's like, she's fucking... Right, Beyonce, right now. She is She's exactly fucking Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And Jane Austen is like the equivalent of a fan, like throwing her bra on stage. Damn. Yeah. So basically, she's amazing. She's famous. And one day, she wakes up and she feels a pain in her right breast. Hmm. And she's like, "Oh, that's fucking weird. Like my titty weird. hurts. My boobay." She didn't say it like that. She was probably like, "Oi, my tit." Thou tit doth protest. (laughs) Oh my god. Thou tit doth protest. (laughs) So fucking. Um. (laughs) Hey, I'm the funny one. What are you doing? (laughs) Fucking. This is the bitch. This is Frances Bernie. You don't think she's kind of a dime for back in the day? Um, I don't know. She reminds me of that the chick that's like, yeah, I write sex novels. What's up? Maybe she does write sex novels. I don't know her What's like that. Up? I don't know. Um, I'm famous, bitch. Get over here. So What's she started boot? to have a boob pain in her right breast. My breast doth contest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think that's her, the name of the episode right there. Yes. <laughs> and I think her right arm stopped working. Oh, shit. I don't know. Did she smell toast? Or uh, what's it Did called? Did she smell toast? Lump tops of toast. I love toast. Lump and toast, right? So she. Crumpets, toast, coffee, tea. I don't know if I just read yeah. that wrong or if her arm like legit stopped working. But anyway, her breast really hurt. And she started to kind of like it was getting more and more uncomfortable her husband and her son and like all her friends were like, homie, like you gotta go to the doctor. Yeah, you gotta go see the more. T- you gotta. I mean, I thought sure at that point, I'm sure she had like a lump and like the whole nine yards. Ooh, lumps like, are never good on boobies. It's not good. So she went to the doctor finally after putting it off for doctor. Months. She put it off for months. Months. <laughs> yeah. So she went to a doctor. Her husband was fancy. I don't know what he did, but he was fancy. They lived in France. Doctor. doctor. Get- Give me the news. I got a bad case of... Hurting boobs. Oh, God damn. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Who are you? I don't know anymore. Um, This is is just the Haley podcast. No. With guest Jacob. (laughs) That is so good. You're reading the story. You're coming up with one-liners. You're so... Fucking pro. This is working much better for me. Uh, yeah. So uh, she on, on goes to this doctor. He's a fancy guy. This doctor was Napoleon's surgeon. Yo, he didn't last long, did he? Napoleon actually did live a long time. He ended up getting uh, exiled, I think, multiple times. And then he was buried alive, I think, is what happened. Yeah, he's, got, he's got it rough. He's like, just, everyone's just like, just fucking die, bro. Well, I think guy's name is Dr. Larry. And right, he's a that fancy. Sucks. No, that's Dr. his last name. Larry. I swear his that's last his last name, name is, Larry? is Larry. Yeah. That's even worse. L A R R E Y, I think, and it's French, so it might be Larry. Okay. I'm not gonna say it like that. Please say it again. Larry. 
Larry. Do we have any French listeners? <laughs> not. We I don't anymore. So. <laughs> at this point, we don't. And, you know, he takes a look at her. He touches the breast. He does his Of course he does. He's a pervert. And pervert. He diagnosed her with breast cancer. Okay. Ter- terrible. Do they know about cancer? I guess. Okay. I guess so. It's um, the C word. How you say grow too big for no reason? How you say kill you? Cancer. Bad. Bad, bad. No bueno. (laughs) So there was nothing they can do back then, obviously. Nope. Like nothing. Take it. Yeah. I mean, there was no medicine. So pretty much, I guess back then, the only time they did surgery was like either you're going to die or... We're going to do the surgery and you might die, but you also might not die. You have a chance. Yeah. To live. It's not good. The chance, the chances aren't good. Not, no, I know. Very low chances, but there's a chance. So. Can't, there's always, can't say no. Can't rule it out. Can't rule it out. So the doctor didn't want to like panic her or anything. But she did need surgery. So what he decided to do with his big smart man brain was oh, he God. decided a date for the surgery and didn't tell her when it was because he didn't want her to worry. Hmm. So that sounds not stressful. That's not worrisome at all. Everything's fine with that. That's cool. <sighs> Look, okay. It's best you don't know. We're just going to come up behind you're you. You're dumb. You're a woman. Yeah, we're going to come up behind you and put a bag over your head. And then we're going to we're gonna like drag you drag you into a our basement. horse buggy. <coughs> It'll feel like a basement. Upside Whoa. down. All right, that's too much. Um, And so she didn't want to fucking die, but she was prepared to actually die. So she started to like write her will. She, oh, what did she do? She wrote more? She wrote her will, probably very fancy. It was probably very well worded. That's probably a book now. Mm-hmm. Sure. And she like made all the preparations as if this was the end of her life. She actually kicked her husband and her son out until the surgery because she did not want them to see it. She wanted them oh. to be like long gone. She didn't want them to see any of it. Classic mom move, I feel. Get leave. Leave. I don't want you to see me bleed. My own blood. You don't want this. She's actually British. I don't know why I gave her a vampire voice. I'm very sorry. Not British anymore. One day, seven men showed up at her door. Oh, Bukaki. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it was one doctor and six burly dudes. Hold her. He said Hold her. that surgery would be in two hours and that he was going to you wait. You shouldn't eat or drink anything. Nothing. <laughs> actually, it does not matter because you're going to die. Um, eat something great you love. <laughs> eat, your eat your favorite food so fucking the dudes entered they told her it was going to be like two hours till her surgery and one of the guys was going to stay there I believe it was another doctor he was going to stay there and make sure she didn't fucking run Smart. <laughs> right so they Smart. all came in they were all kind of quiet like being hush hush they were using like hand signals to communicate like real on the low, suspicious like. <laughs> she gathered. Uh, so Dr. Larry and the other. Okay, no. Uh, so she ended up like kind of bargaining for time because I guess they showed up at 
eight and then they were like we're gonna do it at 10 and she was like how about we do it at one and they were like no but then they were like yeah <laughs> and then they didn't end up doing it till three so what oh is this just, yeah just a little bit longer i'm, out, I'm on the toilet i'm busy so she had some of her homies there she had like a nurse and a maid and like i think a couple other her girlfriends and the doctors and the dudes kicked the ladies out they were about to kick out the last lady and fucking francis was like i need you here do not leave me so the lady actually came and stayed which was super cool terrifying terrible while they waited for her surgery she watched the doctors search her house for linens and sheets and towels or whatever they had back then. Gross. Okay. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. She wrote her final goodbyes to everyone. They were uh, probably beautiful. Goodbye. Then one of the doctors goodbye. came into her room and offered her a glass of wine. Why don't you relax, a little Francis? Francis, let's try the. I brought it from my vineyard. It has legs. It has legs. That's a Francis That's joke. That's a Francis joke. <laughs> I hope she's listening. <sighs> so, she's very knowledgeable about wine. It's actually very serious. It has legs. I love it. It's so good. Um, we love her. So fucking, she you know drinks the wine. It's all good. She's kind of chilling in a robe at that point because she's ready to. <sighs> Go under, kind of, or well, not go under, I guess. Bring more wine. <laughs> right, yeah, bring me more. Um, Much more. So finally, it was time for surgery. The doctors came back. All the dudes came into the room. Dr. Larry wouldn't look at her in the eyes. Oh, it's a sex thing. The other doctors set up all the sheets. She was like trembling, but she said it wasn't because she, she wasn't scared. She just felt like the vibe was not right, which is not how she said it, but. Douth vibus not oritus. <laughs> vibe check not passed. <laughs> um, I'm trying to go. Pippi, fuck off. Fucking. So, yeah. Then she like looked up at Dr. Larry and she was. Oh. Yes. Excellent. Um, so she's like kind of uncomfortable and I think she's kind of trying to break the tension because she looks up I talk to Larry and she's like you know thanks for showing up to like such a trivial little surgery like a silly old hey. surgery silly old titty surgery silly old titty surgery and he looked down at her and she realized that he was pale as a ghost he was sweating <sighs> he wouldn't look at her right in the eyes and <sighs> he said he said trivial trivial you know like he was like Shouldn't try on that like that. We, I mean, I bet he's never even done that before. He was Bitch. just like trivial. What do you mean? And she noticed that he was also like nervously tearing up little pieces of paper, like tearing a little piece of paper, like fidgeting with it. So it was not doctor behavior, right? Like she's never seen him like this. If I saw a doctor like that, I'd be like, fuck. Mm. Can I have a different doctor? Well, is there a better p person to do this? You look like you should go home for the day. Are you the first person to ever do this? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, it's eighteen ten. I'm just hey. gonna ask. I'm just gonna um, shoot for it. Are you the first person to ever do this? Am I the first person to ever have this done to? What is, are the? I mean, am I your first? Is this? Uh, am I gonna? Are okay. you a titty lump virgin? <laughs> yeah. So she realized she was actually like in danger, for uh, sure. Well. uh... I'll just keep it. 
fine. I'll just die. die. <laughs> um, and I think they did this to her in a recliner. Like a reclining chair. A leather sofa. I don't know. I think that's, that's what la- happened. <laughs> lazy boy, people. Or her own bed. One of those two things. But either way, she laid back and a doctor put a handkerchief over her face. I can't look at you while I touch your boobies and cut into them. She like dropped her robes or whatever. She laid back and threw the handkerchief on her face. She could see the shine of a blade. And then she heard silence. There was a debate over who would her, who would hold the breast, who would hold her legs down, uh, um, who would hold so her arms <laughs> down. Someone's got to hold the breast. Who, uh, you? I won't get your finger. Who? I won't get your finger. Don't be nervous about that. Do you want to touch the breast? Do it's Jimmy's first breast. <laughs> Through the handkerchief, she also saw a hand signal from one doctor to another. It was like finger top to like he took his finger from like the top to the bottom. And then he did like an X and then he did like a circle. So in that, like, I think he was like, cut it down, you know, quarter that shit and then just swoop de whoop. I don't know. That's what I think. But in that moment, that's actually the butcher. Yeah. We actually actually brought, he makes cutlets. Yeah. We're getting, we're actually going to eat a flank steak out of this. Um, And in that moment, she realized she was going to lose her whole breast. I wrote, holy shit, my tit. <laughs> holy shit, my tit. <laughs> she started to kind of... titties. <laughs> <laughs> she started to stir and kind of get nervous and she was like starting to like be like, okay, like, uh, so are you guys going to cut off my whole tit? You know, she's kind of getting like a little nervous. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, they wouldn't um, say anything. They just put... Oh, we'll use our lasers. Oh, that we just invented just for you uh, they were getting kind of. They were. They didn't say anything. Uh, yeah. They didn't say anything. They just put the handkerchief back on her face. They just kind of. You not talking. You not talking. And she just kind of gave up on life. She was like, oh, "I'm gonna fucking die. This is the end." I choose the cancer. <laughs> I choose cancer. I put it. I'm going to find it. I think it's over here. The cancer? My phone. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Here it is. Okay. Well, I don't want to see this. Is it pictures? I don't no, see it. it's not a picture. Okay. I'm going to just read you something that I... I scratched Okay. I'm going to read... I'm going to read the next part to you verbatim in her own words. So she lived. Okay. She did live. So she said, I'm going to try to cut out some of the stuff. This was a terror that surpasses all description and the most torturing pain. When the dreadful steel was plunged into the breast, cutting through veins, arteries, flesh, nerves, I needed no injunctions not to restrain my cries. I began a scream that lasted unintermittently during the whole time of the incision. And I almost marvel that my my ears don't still ring. (laughs) um but i did it all good now right she said (laughs) great there's a sharp and forked edge tearing at my wound and when i began to feel an instrument describing a curve cutting against the grain if i may say while the flesh resisted in a manner so forcible it it was a fucking steak knife (laughs) it was a fucking steak knife and he's 
The flesh resisted so forcible to tire the hand of the operator who was forced to change from the right to the left. All right, who's next? <laughs> I'm really tired, Fred, you guys. Fred, come here. I need you. And then I thought I was going to die. Is this the end? I couldn't even shut my eyes. any. Oh, oh, I couldn't even open my eyes anymore. They felt as if they would be shut forever. I concluded that it must be over, but no. It was worse More than selling. ever. <laughs> <laughs> to separate the bottom, the foundation of this dreadful gland from the parts to which it adhered, yet all description would never... Ex- uh, again, all description would be baffled. But it wasn't even over yet. Dr. Larry rested Have his hand there. again. <laughs> and oh heaven, then I felt the knife tackling against my, bre- my breastbone and scraping it. This oh, performed while I remained... Cut and scrape. The old, the old <laughs> cut and scrape. Gotta get in there. It's a toe spoon. Toe spoon. <laughs> <laughs> just get it in there and uh, just curve it out. This performed while I remained in utterly speechless torture. She's screaming at this point or is she just like... I think she screamed the whole time. I think that's what she said. I think she said she literally screamed the whole time so loud her ears rang and she's like, I can't believe my ears stopped ringing. (laughs) Terrifying. Thought it would never happen. Um, But she did survive. And she lived 29 more years after that. (sighs) Good job. Good fucking job, Francis. Good job. That is all from a letter that she wrote called that somebody had uploaded called Old Time Mastectomy. It was a letter from Frances to her sister. It'll be linked in the show notes. Hey, uh, guess what we found? Found this old titty thing. Ooh. Who did, did she keep the titty? I don't know. I don't know. And they did that in her house. So imagine like. She moved. Yeah. I mean, and you don't want that furniture anymore. How old was she when she got it done, though? Uh, she was an adult. She had written all that shit. Well, what's so, I mean, she was like 20 or 30. She lived 29 more years. She died of old age, so. No, I don't know. 29 years isn't that long. But, if you know, if she's if she's like. She's like 20. 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like 20 or 30. 50, though? I mean, that's pretty good. For the 1800s. Then. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty good. There were people hacking. Yeah. So, and also to live that long with like cancer in the 1800s after Obviously getting a not. surgery no at cancer. home. Huh? There was no cancer after that. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. And after that, I bet you couldn't tell Francis nothing. I bet she was like, what? What are you going to do? So what? You cut off my other breasts? I don't give a fuck. Do it. I've lived through a lot, bud. I should have asked him to take it. I off. heard my bones scraped. Oh. <laughs> oh, stop. Actually, a little queasy right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. That is just gross thinking about it. It is terrible. Oh. It should scare you. That's a survival skill. <laughs> you don't want to be around blood and guts. It's good. Yeah. Like, save yourself, man. Just, I mean, damn, what if the cancer just, like, got her at the end? Like, it was actually cancer. (laughs) (laughs) It it was actually the other breast that it was on. Oh, shit. We don't know left from right. It's the 1800s. Just, right there. So. Straight down and across and around. Back in the 1800s, surgery was a last resort. A last resort. And it was. Uh, You can't live with it. 
fuck, dude, we're going to have to. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, unimaginable terror for like everybody involved. Like a lot of people would actually commit suicide instead of going under for like going under the knife. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it kind of seemed like a little bit more compassionate. And also it was awful for doctors, too. Like a lot of doctors would like throw up and cry Ugh, on the breast. <laughs> John Abernathy. Scrape, scrape. <laughs> John Abernathy was a 19th where, century. Where, where's the bucket? Where's the scraping bucket? Um, my bucket for me, actually, I my need, personal I, bucket. No, no, not the scrape, not the scraps. I need the puke the bucket. Buckets. No scraps. God. Take it away. John, John, Ab, uh, John Abernathy. That was a hard one. He's a 19th century surgeon, all way back yonder. And he said that surgery was like going to a hanging. Some people like this, so. I guess. In separate horrifying news, it was the same for dentistry. It was just horrible. Like, back in the day, people were, like, selling their teeth if they were very poor. People were connect collecting teeth from dead bodies. Gross. Yeah. Stealing them from graves. And then putting them into other mouths. I mean, I don't like teeth either. Personally. I hate my teeth. I pull them. Put me under, Take them out. Fuck it. The dentures. Fuck it. Go ahead. I mean, I can only imagine what type of pain that would be. But Ow. Yeah. Maybe veneers. Some veneers. So, yeah. Are, um, veneer, are veneers implants? It's horrible. They shave your teeth down into weird little pegs, and then they put other stuff on them, and then they like, shoom, shoom, shoom. Mm, okay, maybe not those. Yeah, it's scary. So, uh, yeah, I have a picture of the teeth, if you want to see them. Not really. Okay. They'll be on our Instagram. Um, I'm sure I'll see them there. <laughs> One such dentist. No likes from me this week. None. <laughs> One dentist was William Morton. He was like a wacky guy. He was like a businessman. He wanted the dough and he was a dentist too. So he was really inspired. Business in the front, party in the back. Exactly. He was really inspired by the like quote unquote invention of artificial artificial teeth. So like dentures and but they were like mm. kind of sewing it into people's. It's fine. We don't have to talk about it. But he saw it as a business opportunity. Carpe diem. Yeah. And. A way to increase his profits was to make it less painful. Keep up, keep up the hustle, bro. Absolutely, get them some drugs. Get them the peyote. Yeah, so the search was on for him. He wanted to find a way to make this as easy and painless as possible, so that he would get tons of sweet, sweet cash. Yo, bring me the herb guy. He found, um, Is it okay, can cannabis. So he found this stuff. Cocaine. And when he huffed it, yes. he would pass out. Sick. So he tried it on his dog. His dog passed out. And he tried it on his goldfish. Clin clinical studies. And his goldfish passed out, I guess. I don't know how that... I don't know. <laughs> he probably just died. He's probably in the, holding him in his hand. <laughs> Look, he's oh, really he tired, you guys. He's, he's really, really passed tired. out, man. He's, he's really actually passed. <laughs> Put him back in the water. Put him back in the water. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's passed out. <laughs> CPR. He found so uh this was ether. It was ether. 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 Yep. This crazy stuff. Sick. So he was like super gassed by this discovery. And he got in touch with this other famous medicine fella. He was a doctor named John Warren. 
he like was at a medicine college situation. He was teaching the other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the surgery rooms were always at the top floor so mm-hmm. that you didn't hear people screaming right when you uh-huh. walked in. Uh-huh. Smart. And all the students were gathered in these bleachers to watch. They were ready to see some brutal shit. This guy came in with a sweet neck tumor. He was a young man. He was, yeah, big bulbous. And so they were like, we're about to see some shit. Hell yeah, brother. It's Fuck fucking yeah. WWE in the fucking. Yeah. They got tomatoes. Give it the chair. To give it the, chair. <laughs> the scalpel, sir. Oh, I'm going to show you a picture. The bones I got to show you a picture because it literally oh. does look like WWE. They're all like, they're just. Uh, pop the pimple. They're all in there. They're really in there. Pop it, pop the pussy. Pop the pimple. It's like this. Oh, yeah, I've seen movies. All right, let me see it. That looks, looks pretty cool. It is. It's pretty neat. Is this the guy? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be. <sighs> the guy doing it seems so confident. He's like, see, just do one of these, one of these. One of these and then there's one guy in the back. He's like, oh, I made the biggest mistake of my life. Fuck. Uh, oh, sir. Oh, God. Witchcraft. Um, what are you doing to the so- poor man? He's healed. Goddamn, Dr. Warren's about to do his thing. His students are all gassed when Dr. Morton busts in. Real dramatic like. Halt. Yeah. He says, stop. Probably. Thou stoppeth. And he says, I can make this guy feel no pain and have no memory of this surgery. And everybody's like, what? What? But he has this huge neck tumor on his neck. And we got to cut it off while he's awake. Lucky he doesn't have breasts. You got to cut it off. The motto of the college is cut it off. Cut it off, college. (laughs) This cut it off community college offers open enrollment to anybody who can stomach (laughs) it. free. It's free. We'll pay you. We will pay you to do this job. So Dr. Warren. Dr. Warren's all sarcastic like and he's like, here's your patient. So if you could do it better, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, so you do it then, asshole. So basically. This is, uh, my class. Duck. Duck. Go hard. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Morton. Chocolate bleu. <laughs> That's French. <laughs> I don't know what for. <laughs> so Dr. Morton fucking, um, he like sets up this thing called an inhaler. And I'm sure it's not an inhaler as we understand it today, but it's got it's these like valves. Tube, and it's just like. Yeah. And I think, and he was like adjusting the valve manually with the guy's breathing every time he breathed in and out. So that the guy was breathing in this ether, this ether. gas, this ether. And the thing about it is like once it touches your body, it, I guess it gets to a boiling point and it gets you all fucked up. That's how it works. That's what they cut cocaine with. Crazy. Crazy. So, I watch Narcos. I know that kind of thing. That is how he does it. Everybody's like mystified. This is amazing. Whoa, bro, cut the tumor now. The guy is knocked. He's zonked. He's over it. He's asleep. And then Dr. fucking Morton is like, your patient, Dr. Warren. I'm a dentist. Yeah. But he served him his own line right back to him. He made him eat it. It was so good. Your patient, Dr. Dr. Bitch Tits. Dr. Bitch Tits. (laughs) So Dr. Warren slices this guy's neck tumor. They're waiting for the screen. He's all like, your patient. (laughs) 
<laughs> like a goblin. <laughs> I love it. Um, and Warren slices this guy's neck tumor. They all wait for the scream, but there's nothing. We can be on the bottom floor now. <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> Victory. Let's go, guys. Oh, fuck, fine. we forgot the guy up there. He's all right. He'll, He's he'll wake he'll be, up. He'll I wake think. up. He'll figure it out. Uh, uh, guys. <laughs> Hello. You turn the lights off. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they don't hear any screaming. It's just him breathing. It's silent. He doesn't even wake up until the very end. And... The uh yeah, this was the first successful surgery under anesthesia. Yo. This is when anesthesia was born. He was like, yeah, where can I get that ether dog? This is great. Can I just have some for Yo, for the road? Just for my goldfish. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it was amazing, groundbreaking, crazy, wild. Um before this, people were literally awake. They could hear their incision, they could smell their own blood. They got PTSD. This fucking one chick like she gets her boob cut off the next year. Anesthesia is invented, and she's just like, fetch me <laughs> my whip. <laughs> Chocolate blood. God damn it. Um, oh, he's so pissed. A really interesting thing. The surgery illustrations from back then that they used to teach people have awake patients. Like, do uh, you want to see it? Yeah. It's crazy. Like the shit they would put in like textbooks. Uh, the eyes will look at you. Right in your fucking face. <laughs> Ew, what is this? Cut with steak knife, bottom jaw. Is that what it says? Uh, what it looks like. <laughs> look at him, he's taking his fucking jaw <laughs> yeah, off with a fucking fuck. steak knife. I have no idea why. What surgery is that? I don't know. Jaw, I did just take removal. his jaw out for no reason. No, this is actually dentistry 101. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, they're cutting his teeth off, so I don't know what's <laughs> happening there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, the only beds they had were like, they would soak sponges and cannabis and opiates and stuff. Oh, so and they had booze. And that was all they really had. Uh, they also did have chloroform around <laughs> the same time they had Dope. ether, but chloroform is known to give heart attacks, so it kills a lot of people. Huh. Yeah. Chloroform gas. Another story. That sounds familiar. Weird. Waco. Another version of how <laughs> ether became popular was, I don't know if this is true, but like it's another story of how it became a thing. Dr. Crawford Long was a doctor at Massachusetts General Hospital. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Outside of work, he was a party guy. He loved to get oh, wild. I bet, homie. Yeah. I'd be huffing that ether, just like Dr. I've never, mm -hmm. I don't know anything about ether. But exactly. Dr. Roxo on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes. That was him. Whoa. That was Dr. Long. This is bad country. He would get high as fuck outside of work. He would like fall down and hurt himself, and he would feel nothing. Ah. No <laughs> fucking amazing. Ah, so he like came to work one day and he was like hey maybe we should try this don't worry about how I know about it let's just try it check this out don't ask any questions watch, watch this I I did this and anesthesia was born I guess I don't know I don't nose. know born right into his nose since then anesthesia is much safer and much less flammable because ether is so flammable that if you hook someone up to like electronic shit it will light on fire actually I believe that yeah. Now they use Got stuff. That fire, fire. Fire. Now they use stuff like isoflurane 
and sevofluoride. I don't know what any of that means. That so it doesn't matter. Real fears. That sounds like something they put in your water to control your mind. They do. Maybe. Fluoride in your water. You wouldn't know. <gasps> anesthesia. We don't know. We know. If they put you under anesthesia, maybe you would know. Oh, maybe. I'm talking about the fluoride in the water. Uh. <laughs> I was talking about anesthesia in the water. It's on a different page. It's good. It's good. Anesthesia is now so safe that it's considered like one of the safest medical routine procedures. Out would of you like to go under? Under? No under. No, no under? under? Extra under. Oh, okay. sure. You, would you like a biggie size that? Absolutely. Done. Side of drugs? You got yeah. it. Only one out of 300. Would you like to add more drugs to that? Uh-huh. Deal. Deal. Only one, only one out of 300,000 healthy people die under general anesthesia. Wait, what? Only one out of 300,000 healthy people. <laughs> okay. I don't really like those odds. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, if if that was my odds in Vegas, I don't know if I would take that. It's not great. But it's safer than a car. Uh-huh. Say it one more time. One in 300,000 healthy 300, people. 300,000. That is not that many. That's like a house. A house? If you... Bought a three hundred thousand dollar house. Oh yeah, doesn't get you that that great of a place. I mean, it's not that many. It's not that many, and that's one. And yeah. Every, how many people are in the world? That's not. That's one person in a house. That's <gasps> one person in a house. <laughs> <laughs> I can do math. Do the house math, baby. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's it's safer than a car, technically, though. What's well, the car? Well, um, give me the actually, stats on that did look it up but it was like so high i was like oh this is not good <laughs> it's Wait. a lot because cars i mean i, I like also it. don't read it to me I okay like yeah you don't don't ever that. tell me the odds you don't know that it's it's safer than don't a car or whatever it's all good it's clinically very what about planes? i don't know i don't want to look that up <laughs> clinically though it's don't very i don't know it's really effective though you know clinically for what we need it to do yeah i love it, it does the job love it so good it's amazing but I do it every weekend. Technically, anesthesia is not only amazing, but it is a mystery. We don't know what's up. We don't know what's up. Aliens just gave it to us. Just where you're going with it? Aliens? Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Not aliens. But how does Possibly. anesthesia make a person, like, not able to move, hear, remember, speak, um... You're like literally unconscious, like, and you can't feel anything. Like, how does something but make? You feel, but you feel great while you're fucking on it. You feel great. You feel so amazing. The crazy thing is, we don't know. Like, we don't know how it makes you feel that way. We know in that moment how it makes us feel. No scientists, like doctors, like people, do not know how anesthesia makes you feel mm, like that. Suspicious. Yeah. So the. Th- do you remember the moment when you went under anesthesia? Do you remember what you said earlier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like both, you were counting back. You could only get to eight and you were like, blip. Yeah. So. Instant. And then I woke up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same. Anytime. I've had surgeries. because eight and then I just woke up. I yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Fuck. This. You wake up like hours later and the way you kind of go under with anesthesia is not like a gradient. It's like a switch. Instant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they consider it researchers call it like a black box. Meaning like you are here, you know what's happening. 
the black box is here. It's something going on. And then the black box ends and you wake up hours later. We don't know what is in the black box. It's a mystery. A mystery. Mm -hmm. Did mm -hmm. they even t test people on this? They God, did. That would suck. These people are all like, oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. oh fuck. I have a beard now? Huh? When did I get a beard? <laughs> Yo, when did I get gray hair? How am I old? How long y'all been fucking doing this to me? <laughs> what I sign up for? What happened? And then you just wake up. <laughs> the next time, you're like, oh, he's used. <laughs> we messed it up a little. Too much. <laughs> we do too much. Early in its discovery, scientists believed that it dissolved into like the fatty parts of your brain. I have a very fat brain, so it's great. My drugs work wonderful. Almost too good. Actually, though, that's not true. That's not really how it works for anesthesia, um, or maybe not for anything. I do not know. But basically, yeah, no. I'm a dummy, and I'm going to explain it to you. Mansplain it to me, baby. I'm going to. I'm not a doctor. I'm basically an idiot. But I did listen to a podcast, <laughs> and I read a book to tell you about this. But tell you. Uh-huh. So give me the deets, Dr. Bay. Dr. Bay, my, your brain is made of like neurons. Yep. They're like little nerve cells. The mitochondria is <laughs> Maybe? power horse, I don't think powerhouse that's there. of the cell. I don't think that's there. I don't know. The but basically is the powerhouse of the cell. These neurons, they coordinate to make your brain do stuff. So like your temporal lobe says like it lights up it says hey i hear someone calling me like what up meanwhile your brainstem is science a little bit of science uh, sounds too hip your brainstem science it's all good <laughs> no, i don't like fine. it i don't like it already <laughs> okay go okay so your brainstem is like doing its own thing it doesn't care it's breathing it's living its life um so you hear someone call your name and your brain your fucking temporal lobe like lights up and it tells your frontal lobe and your frontal lobe lights up and it's like and your frontal lobe lights up and your knees head shoulder knees it sounds like a song and um <laughs> it's the head and shoulder knees and toes of your no. temporal lobe so your frontal lobe is like all right cool go like look at that person and then your occipital lobe is like cool i see that person it lights up it's like all right cool i got that Pew, and then it sends it to like the temporal lobe again lights up and he's like oh yeah that's just your pal julio like no My big deal hurts. basically all i'm trying to tell you is like all your brain parts your brain jigsaw puzzles your brain parts like one part lights your brain's up on my earpiece gross <laughs> your brain's <laughs> leaking no. so like one part of your brain lights up it communicates with another part of the brain and it it that's how your brain works uh -huh. from all these things uh -huh. lighting up and moving together and communicating with each other. That was a very good explanation. Awesome. Good. I'm very happy that you know that, but are you going to ever give me brain surgery? Cause mm -mm. okay. Mm -mm. <sighs> okay. Cause you're not going to like do it in our bed, right? Like just like, Oh, oh no oh, baby. Oh, oh no. Oh, look at this cool book I got. It's cool. I got the tablecloth to teach me. Look, this. Uh, look, it says right here, cutaway jaw. 
with <laughs> teeth. steak knife. <laughs> cut teeth. Okay, look, you make it right. You cut it right here. You cut it right here. Okay, okay. clearly there's not going to be blood oozing out everywhere. I'm basically a the, surgeon in the That's where the second person comes mm-hmm. and he's all just like, towels, towels, linens, linens, linens. <laughs> so many towels and linens. Use your shirt, man. And then the other six guys are holding down their arms and you're like, yeah. so you don't sock me. just literally like a, so- a sopper. Yeah. It, you know what sopping is? Mm-hmm. I got to sop up this mess. Yeah. Like paper towel guy. <laughs> Brawny. Yeah, brownie. yeah. What's, what's it's name? actually in the end. It is a brownie ad. Yeah. At the brownie. end, the, the brownie quick, man's the quicker picker robber. He like steps out oh. at the end and he's like, "You're trusted paper towel bland for surgery." For surgery. <laughs> Nine out of ten doctors recommend. One out of fourteen people survive. <laughs> Downing antiseptic. Paper towels. Paper towels. Um, yeah, so basically your brain does stuff, it talks to the other parts of its brain. That's all you really need to know. And that's how your shit does the thing. Even when you're sleeping, these parts of your brain are still talking and lighting up and being like, bishu, 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 oh, to God, make you do telling, stuff. You're fucking telling me, buddy. Yeah. How do you turn that shit off? I wish I knew. Do well, we anesthesia. Bring the anesthesia, baby. <laughs> anesthesia. Um, Bring it in truckload. Please just stop. The fucking noise. Anesthesia is literally the only thing that changes the behavior of the neurons. Uh, it makes all your bad feelings good. <laughs> it makes all your feelings stop. Like, just stop. Please, give it to me. Feelings go God, away. God, please. There was a study. Can sign up for this? I'm about to tell you about this study and you're going to shit. Yes. <laughs> you're going to shit about oh, it. CSU Pueblo, what up? I'll be there. Um. So in this study, they took volunteers or whatever they were willing okay just give me two hundred dollars each session. awesome i'll do it give for me, free no, give me two hundred dollars <laughs> the drugs are expensive um they hook them up to this you know the drips and whatever they monitor them they put all those little sticker johns on their head and they give them a button to hold and they put them under mm-hmm. and they tell them to press the button every time they hear a noise so they call the person's name. Let's try it again. Well, and they do let them like they do it while they're awake for a while, and they look at the brain activity from the little yeah. sticker joints oh, on their head. Sticker joints do things. Yeah, and then they would put them under, and they tell them, you know, keep pressing the button. And when the person stopped pressing the button, and they would continue saying the things, the person's brain would still light up and recognize. That the people so were saying changed. the things. Nothing has changed, but there's no motor function. So, kind of, you're close. Mm. You're a little close. The thing is that. Um, Science. Basic. <laughs> so, I'm going to actually. Okay, so I'm going to fun science you. Give it to me. Like you're at a football game or something. In an arena. In an arena. And people are doing like the wave. People are doing the wave. So you stand up, you put your arms up, you sit down. And you it comes back around and you stand up and you put your arms up and you sit down. Oh my god, it's again. And you stand up and you put your arms up and you and you stand up and you okay. So it's all good, but you can't chat with your pal Julio that's sitting next to you. You can't because you're focused on this thing. And that is how anesthesia makes the parts of your brain work. Instead of talking, they all still talk, but they can't talk with each other. They can only go whoop, 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 like they're doing the wave. 
Hello? Huh. Am I the only one here? Oh, no, I'm here. I'm over here too. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um. Yo, can we go get some anesthesia right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Who do you, do you know a guy? Do you know anybody? No. Anesthesia? You can't have any anesthesia. You, you gotta, gotta go to college it. for that. You got the anesthesia. Uh, do we know any anesthesiologists? No. <laughs> um, we gotta do our own test here. But do you know, like, so basically what that means is you're still hearing, you're still feeling, you're still understanding, but because your brain, the parts of your brain can't communicate, you can't react and you can't remember. You can't do anything or feel anything. I felt nothing. I did. I, fe- I didn't feel anything. It's the grossest feeling. It is gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> You're just like, hey, that was fun. That's cool. I don't know what happened, but it's and fine. Life goes on. Or that's how they think it works anyway, because there's no real way to tell. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fuck, I guess that's how it works. That's what the study found out, so fuck it. Am I 299,000? 999,999? No. No, we're good? Okay, cool. Great. Um, But the thing that is weird about not knowing how something works is that you also, if you don't know how it works, you can't understand how it doesn't work or when it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Accurate. So uh, it's 2008 again. Congrats. Hey, and 2008. Yeah, it's Love 2008. It. America's actually doing decent. No, it was a recession. When is America not in a recession? No, that was like the Great Recession. Oh. <laughs> That's what it's called. There's been a few of those. <laughs> um, 44-year-old Donna, Donna Penner was doing all right, though. She was in Canada. She was a Canadian lady. She's living her best life. Her daughter just got married, so she was partying all weekend, having a great time. Getting some anesthesia. Anesthesia. <laughs> no, Even she didn't do it. any. Damn it. It was regular. She was having a regular good time. A regular good time. Yeah. Yes, queen. Yes. Oh my God. No, queen wasn't a word back then. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And they were in Canada, so they were probably, that was a good time. We had a good hey, time out there. Do you remember when you shuck in the beer with the moose? Wow, that was good oh, when I you took a bath in the lake. I can't believe we took the boat out and cut all them fishers. Oh, no, no worries there. Don't you I know? can't believe you got married in the Tim Horton. Tim, then we went to the Tim Hortons <laughs> with the donuts and the sausage sandwiches. It was so good. They got um, a little... Billy there. Yeah, I liked it. It in was the, fine. In the end. Fucking so. I'm so sad. I know. Donna Penner was an accountant at a trucking company in Canada. She was doing pretty good, but she had started to that have a horrible. <laughs> sounds really boring. It sounds like a fucking cold ass shitty trailer, and she's just like in the fucking back office click, with click, her click. little space heater. Click. Ron, shut the door when you take a shit. <laughs> Fuck. Um, well, she actually... Bring me a fucking donut. Her Jesus. Life, her life was aight, but she did have to... She started having some abdominal pain. Oh. And she was having like this weird uh, period me, bleeding, but it was like wicked heavy. Death. 
Protest. But she was bleeding like heavy. Ooh, heavy flow. And it was like just not normal. So she goes to the doctor. The doctor's like, this is weird. I don't know what's wrong with you. You have to have exploratory surgery to figure out what's going on. We actually don't know what we're going to look for, but we're going to look for something. We don't know what it is. We're going to figure it out, though. Don't worry, don't worry. Scrapey scrape. So they were going to do a laparoscopy. Which is when they, uh, <laughs> it's <like>, yeah. <laughs> they were gonna do a laparoscopy, which is when they do like two or three small inci- small incisions in the abdomen, and they stick this like doodad in there that mm-hmm. can see stuff. And they like push it around your organs, and they're like zippity like zoop light. zip zip. Ooh, it's just fucking lubricated, all crazy. Mm-hmm. So it just slides all in there. Hey Jim, check this out. <laughs> But she has to go get the surgery ASAP because they don't want her to like fucking die or whatever. So she goes, everything's fine. It's all good. Her screens came back normal. Finally, it's the day of the surgery. Mm. She's laying on the table. They actually moved her under the operating table. They hook her up to the drips. They put the mask on her. And they're like, okay, count backwards. You okay. know? <laughs> You're not the 300,000. 10, 9, This actually, are, we're eight, not even close to those numbers. 7, Six, five, You're next. four, three, two. Did she got all the way to one? One. Bullshit. She, she can hear monitors. She, and she starts to think like, oh, good, we're done. Like, awesome. It's been like the time, you know, no! the this is great. She's kind of high. She's feeling relaxed. Ah, She's relieved really that it's over. Whoa, doc. What's up with the saw? Scalpel, please. She's like, did I really just hear that? Scalpel? Scalpel, please? What? Fuck? What? She tries to move, but the paralytic was working just fine. Uh, to her horror, it was just the anesthesia that wasn't working. Okay. She couldn't sit up. Was she, could she feel it? She could feel it. Uh, they made the first incision, and she could hear it, too. She described unimaginable pain that she had never felt before, but she couldn't even cry. Like she was trying to cry. Her tears weren't even working. She could hear her heart monitor going crazy. She was fucking terrified. They made the second incision. She felt every single centimeter. They made the third. And then they felt, and then she felt the instrument being pushed into her abdomen. She could feel her organs being moved around. Rearrange my guts, Doc. Well, it's like different kind of movie. In a like when you twist a knife and you stab it, but literally, like she's got like an instrument in her cut, and she's just awake, and they're just like shoopity whoop whoop whoop. All right, it's like a game of operation. She's like buzz 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 buzz. Yeah. Oh, something feels a little weird. Buzz. Why is her nose lighting up red? Oh, yeah. That's not good. <laughs> she could hear the doctor say, look at that appendix. It's nice and pink. Oh, that ovary a, that's is That's a nice, nice appendix. Oh, she's going to have a lot of kids. She's ovulating right now. Colon looks good. She was fucking horrified. She was like, I'm going to fucking die. I, I just can't. Like, how did this happen? So she tries to kick. And she was actually able to move her foot a little bit. Just like once, just enough to like throw it off center, you know. And the nurse at the end of the bed moved it back. So, um, bitch. Donna uses all her strength to move it again, and she kind of continues to move it. And whoever it was at the end of the bed 
held it to keep it still. The surgery this lasted. Bitch. <laughs> I will. I'm suing you. you. Not even the doctor. Particularly you, Deborah. The surgery ah. lasted one and a half hours. Meanwhile, the whole time she was intubated at seven breaths a minute, even though her heart rate was all the way at 148 beats per minute because she was panicking, clearly. But imagine being like in a panic attack mode and only being able to take seven breaths a minute. I would die. I've actually yeah. had that happen to me. I'm just like. <sighs> yeah. That's like the scariest. Basically, she's suffocating, you know? Yeah. At the end, oh, she was able to move her tongue. We're just going to get this down. Just gonna... oh, she looks just right. Somebody hold that foot still. Yeah. All right. Come on. Let's fuck with the foot. Come on. <laughs> Stop Clearly it. ain't me. I'm nowhere, near, I'm nowhere near the foot. Do you guys ah. hear screaming? I swear I can hear screaming. Um, at the end of the surgery, she was able to move her tongue. So she started wiggling her tongue around in her like to move her breathing tube to try to get their attention. Um, and finally the anesthesiologist was like, oh shit, what's that? So he pulls the tube out thinking like just her paralyzed, like her paralytic drug was wearing off. So he pulls the tube out and she thought it was over, but then they stitched her up. She felt like every single second of that she wanted to die and she woke up to someone screaming, bag her. They put like a thingy on her face and they started to like manually resuscitate her. Oh, she died? Um, she was like, I guess, starting to die when they took her oh, off the. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So they took her off. Well, yeah, seven breaths of fucking minute. Yeah, right. That's true. Not enough oxygen to run your fucking brain. Shit. So they got her a drug to counteract the paralytic drug that she was on. And then she could at least breathe, finally. Donna had peach. Uh, Donna survived. She survived. She sued the hospital. Yes. Queen. <laughs> right on. She has post-traumatic stress disorder now, and she says things like, "If her t-shirt's too tight around her neck, or she's in a car that's, you know, with the doors and windows all closed, like she like feels like she's gonna freak out." So she's definitely she has every right, and she's she can get a fucking topless Ferrari now, so she ain't gotta worry about that, Queen. Absolutely, absolutely. After the surgery, the doctor like oh, walked my in plane, my jet plane my jet. that I have, my G five. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, after her surgery, I did kind of jump ahead a little bit because I was really excited to tell you that. But after her surgery, the doctor did come into her room. He kind of knew that he fucked up right away. He like grabbed both of her. He grabbed her hand with both of his hands. And he was like, I understand that things didn't go as planned. And she told him everything. You know, she's like, I heard you diagnose me. I heard you say this. And he was like, yeah, I did say that. I heard you say this. Yeah, I did say that. You know, like. He knew yeah. she was awake the whole time. You said that I had a nice appendix. <laughs> you want to put a baby in these ovaries? The good buns and oven. Which kind of the whole thing begs the question, though, like, which is worse? Like being awake and not being able to move and feeling the whole thing or just fucking getting your shit cut off while you're awake? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I mean, you got a 50-50 chance. Yeah. Could go either way. You never know. You never know. Well, so I actually wanted to find out how many people this happens to. It's actually called anesthesia awareness. Yeah, it sounds horrible, and I don't even like that there's a term for it. Uh, yeah, it happens to 0.1% of all general anesthesia patients. That's 
a lot. 0.01. Okay, that's, I feel a little better. I know, 0.1%. So out of 21 million people, this happens to 21,000 people. So 0.1%. Yeah, I still don't like it. Still too high. We need to get those numbers down. Well, and it's crazy because if it works the way like this thing said it works, then um, you might actually have experienced your surgery and been aware of it the whole time, but you just can't remember it. <laughs> like you just can't because that's what anesthesia does. Oh, then I don't care. <laughs> then I don't care. Are you scared, Jake? I mean, I don't want to fucking... The teeth can go now. They're rotting out of my fucking head. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to back to the dentist, so thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yo, give me the fucking laughing gas. That shit's the greatest. It's the best. Love the laughing gas. It's the best. I listened to a Radio Lab episode called Decoding the Void for this, and I read a bunch of articles. They will be in the show notes. Link in the show notes. <laughs> Bye. Are you scared? Did you say that? Are you scared? Yeah. I I mean, I'm personally not scared. That sounds horrifying. Horrifying. I'd, yeah, she should definitely be scared. I have all the way to the bank, baby. <laughs> I'm scared all the way to the bank. All Donna Penner, my guy. Oh, find her. Add her on Facebook. Like, hey. Two strong ass women just surviving surgery for no reason. Just doing yeah, whatever. Just fucking kicking ass, taking names. Got to do what you got to do. Just um. To- trying to survive just trying to survive (laughs) the quote of the (laughs) century (laughs) uh so this is a part of the show where we do a scary story it's gonna be a quick hit him with it 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 it's it's gonna be cute uh nice one no oh okay probably sorry don't you can't say cute and have a terrible fucking story Oh, this is from the Paranormal Board 4chan. It's from a no-thread. It's from an anonymous user. And he says, they says, Hey, guys, I'm new to the Paranormal Board, but I have one from pretty recent. I got one for you. Be me. Living my life. I'm going to bed at a normal college asshole time, like 2 a.m. Ugh, asshole. Asshole. I was sleeping on a couch at a buddy's house, and everyone's asleep in their room already. I'm just laying on the couch in complete silence, and... A creepy feeling starts to come over me. I'm not a pussy, so I'm not scared of much. I ain't a bitch. I'm not a bitch. Bro. So I shake it off and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Whatever. I go I to sleep. I did a bunch of drugs the night before. I did a bunch of drugs, so honestly, I was burnt yeah. out and I couldn't understand what was happening. Some time goes by with nothing while I sleep. Everything's cool. And suddenly, I get jolted awake. It was like an explosion went off. I see a weird, scaly person standing over me, looking at me directly in the face. It has a kind of beak and a head fin. Not like a fish, but a head fin. Immediately, I'm overwhelmed with a feeling of sickness. My stomach churns, and I get a massive headache. It's still staring at me. It's not making any expression. I sat up, and I puked. Legitimately frightened for the first time. (laughs) Gnarly. Legitimately Gnarly, frightened for the first time in my life. My mind starts racing. My headache was still there. I lay back down. Oh, shit. See, I get headaches. This could be me. Lizard man. Are you a lizard lady? <laughs> I'm a lizard. As I go to lay back down, I hear a static sounding mumble. The thing is still there, mumbling, slightly blurry against the background of the mo- room. I'm paralyzed again. What does that again. even mean, bro? 
in college using all these fucking big words. I'm paralyzed again. I'm not afraid this time. I'm angry. I get up and I turn on the light and it's gone. Ghost puncher bitch. <laughs> He's <kidding>. about to. <laughs> I don't sleep and I stay up watching memes on YouTube. The next day I found out that everyone had a bad night. My friend's girlfriend is scared shitless. <laughs> she said she just didn't sleep well. No one slept well. I pull her aside. Um, what about the... Lizard, Lizardman? Fish, fish boy? Did you see fish, fish boy? Fish boy's not real. Shark boy, lava girl. Yeah, great show. That's great. Yeah, that's what it's talking about. That's what it's talking about. That's I pull her aside talking. for a minute and I ask her if she saw something weird last night. Just kind of testing the waters and she saw it too. We mutually... And now we're together for two years. Yeah. <laughs> we mutually agree to not talk about it ever again. Weeks later, we do talk about it, but she says it looked more like a snake. That's a snake. That was a snake. Uh, that was clearly a snake. I heard him say, I'm a snake. I'm a snake. That's how I know. That's how I know. Here's a snake. Are you scared, Jake? Of snakes, yes. Terrified. I hate snakes. <laughs> snake. Ugh, this one time I was mowing the yard in, my, in our house in Minnesota. So you have to. Otherwise, you got a gra- real grassy yard. Okay. You mow it. And there was a garter snake. I'm on, a, I'm on a riding lawnmower, and it was on like a four, because you want you want it somewhat level, you know. So it's on a four. I fucking dropped it down to a one, baby. Dang. Hit that thing <gasps> with the blades, and it was like <laughs> out the side. Did it die? Yeah. Fuck yeah, it did. And then there was like a little eight in the grass right there, because I dropped the deck all the way down. Oh my god. Fuck snakes, man. You did it on purpose? Yes. Psycho. Fuck snakes. I said it. Okay, well, listen. Fuck you. Jake doesn't like snakes. Fuck you. Uh, Anyway, if you have a story about snakes or whatever, please email it to us at the Heart Comedy Podcast at gmail.com. You will not. (laughs) If you do, you will not be shout out. Well, you were going to shout you out big time. Shame. Public shaming. Public shaming. Public shaming. But listen, thank you for listening. We'll see you on Wednesday for a mini episode. And don't forget to drink water. Don't forget to drink water.